1: What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. It is September twenty sixth, twenty twenty two. This is the fightful post show podcast for wwe monday night raw we got plenty to talk about honestly uh the 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 white rabbit tease that happened is conjured up some of the most dms i've ever gotten about anything that i've ever covered on just an episode of raw like people are into this i think everybody kind of knows where it's going what it's doing fightful select has a lot of cool stuff i'll brag about that later on we got denise salcedo here and her voice is back Denise, how you doing?
2: I was going to say, do we know where it's going? Do we? Do we? Because yeah. late. Well, I'm just oh. saying there was a swerve today uh-huh. uh, going around on the Twitter theories. You know how. Well, let me tell you. Work.
1: It ain't Malachi Black. It is not Malachi <laughs> oh, Black. We
2: could have milked it a little bit, maybe got a couple of Super Chats out of that. Hey, come listen, on, Sean. Got to put the business brain on.
1: Get in those Super Chats. Get in those Humper Chats. We would greatly appreciate it. If you don't know what Humper Chats are, you go to HumperChats.com. You can leave a question or a statement while we're on the air, before we go on the air, really whenever, because we have shows every single night, Raw on Mondays, NXT Tuesdays, AEW Dynamite Wednesdays, Impact Thursdays, then SmackDown and Rampage on Fridays. And then throughout the week, we have great shows like Day After Dynamite with Bill Washington. We have The Spotlight. We have Listen Ya Boy. We have Grapsity, And we got a couple interviews per week, including one that Scott Edwards dropped this week with Yuka Sakazaki. You're not going to see a lot of English-speaking sites with Yuka Sakazaki interviews. So check it out. Support that work. I am so happy about the level of work that Scott Edwards has been doing. He really brought something that was lacking uh, to Fightful. And as a result, if you subscribe to Fightful Select, you get that stuff early, in addition to all the other big scoops. Uh, Today, we had the Raw Rundown, which had a bit of a swerve, Denise. It said that Dewdrop would be facing Nikki A.S.H. WDB got, they got slick on us. Candice LeRae is back. On any other night, it feels like, that would have been, like, the big news coming out of this. And I still think it is. But we'll talk about it more then. But that's got to be the biggest thing to me that happened on this show was the return of Candace.
2: I was going to say, damn, they didn't want the Dirt Sheep Boy to get the scoop on Candace LeRae, man. I
1: got it. I got it right before Raw. Well, from one person. But I can't run it with one person. I, it just doesn't work like that. Unless Wait, you're telling me
2: you actually confirm and check your sources,
1: Sean? Indeed, I do. And then... Unless it's like, unless Candice LeRae hit me up and was like, hey, I'm about to debut type of thing. Or if it's like a high ranking official that, you know, isn't going to burn me. And then I got word about 15, 20 minutes before and I was like, "Well, there's no time to like, I can't write up a report. Like, what's the point? Right. I'm not. I wasn't going to get any subscriptions off of that. So there was no point in doing it. But uh, so you
2: got to clickbait it, Sean. You got to be like oh, no. mystery person coming into WWE making I, debut
1: tonight. So I tease them on Twitter, like sometimes, sometimes hours before I'll post them. Yeah, because- actually,
2: can I tell you that makes me so mad, Sean, because I'll go to like the website and I go to my emails because it's just easier for me to get like the emails. Yeah. And I'm like, this isn't up here. And then I'm like, when did he go freaking post that tweet? Blame
1: Reddit. Blame <laughs> <He laughs> Reddit. Me Listen. off,
2: Sean. I'm not even going to tell you. I get so angry. <laughs>
1: Listen, aggregation's a part of the game, and I did it for a long time, but I mean, like, there, there are some, like, engagement Twitter accounts or Reddit that just, bam, immediately will do it. So I'll tease it a while before and find a creative way to put it up there that way our subscribers get it first. But we got a super chat from Omar Diaz that says, Denise, you lost, so when are you eating leather? That's right. the, Hold the phone.
2: Hold the phone. We never made a bet. You fucked up, Sean. You no, never hey, actually quick, quick signed cursing. anything quit in
1: contract. dropping F-bombs on the air. Muted, first off. So, as a result of Denise dropping F-bombs and losing, it it will, be a, stipula- a bet, though. It will be a stipulation of my choosing. And Denise... No, we I'm never gonna,
2: decided on that, Sean. I'm going to
1: see you in four days, Denise.
2: Yeah, but we never decided on anything. You can't make a rule. Real- <laughs> the
1: stipulation is that Denise has to go to Cleveland and she can't leave that's it oh man yeah
2: well you know what congratulations on beating like 75 year old statue joe flacco
1: that's right you know what (laughs) i'll take a win over joe flacco anytime i can get it i said that for about 12 years and uh no white mic in sight i thought about burning the shirt that you got me uh for for twitter clicks but you know what i'm gonna be there
2: come on sean you got to get into the head headspace
1: I'm going to be there Thursday night for the Bengals-Dolphins game as well. I'm very excited for that. But, by the way, guys, send in your Super Chats. Send in your Humper Chats. That way we control Denise. But the the Bianca Belair promo kicked off WWE Raw, which led to Bianca defeating EO Sky. What a match. Jesus Christ. The quality of in-ring on Raw is just through the roof right now. There are like three matches this week. That would have been match of the night on most other Raws that we've seen for, for a while. Now, there have been some periods where Raw got like this. Like at the start of the pandemic, when they had that amazing, like, Alistair Black-Apollo Cruise match. Then, you know, Riddle and Sheamus were going at it for a while. There have been some times, but this is, it's working too, Denise. People are tuning in and people are watching these shows. Do you? When you look and you see the in ring adjusting this much, did you expect it to result in a an increase of viewership, or do you did you expect it to to adjust it at all?
2: Well, you would expect so because what was the, one of the major problems or issues that we were having like prior to you know all of this right to all of these major changes? The biggest issue that we were seeing was rematches. Like, yeah. let's not forget what a big issue that was on the show. And so the fact that that's not something that we're, like, complaining about anymore, that is such a huge difference in the quality uh, and experience of watching Raw, to be honest. Uh, e- e- even though, like, here's the thing. Like, we got so many good matches here tonight. Like, they were good matches, right? Um, The only thing that I would say, though, is that I didn't personally love today's episode of Raw. And the reason for that is I feel like there wasn't that much, like, There wasn't that much that, like, if you were to tell me, like, hey, Denise, name five awesome things that happened on on Raw today. I feel like I would only have a couple for you. Like, I feel like there needs to be more in terms of, like, bigger moments, more memorable moments thrown Mm -hmm. into the show as well. Because today's show, while we did get some good matches here and there and all of that good stuff, I felt like there wasn't that much of, like, that even i even feel like really talking about to be honest i think they need to uh do a lot more especially given that obviously we're filling a whole three hours
1: uh eo sky gets defeated by bianca belair just they work so good together like eo sky like just banger after banger that triple h has has brought back like Hit Row is fitting great into their role. I think Cross and Scarlett are fitting great into their role. We saw Candace and Johnny working well, too. But EO Sky, I think, has really, like, she has been the one that's kind of tied it all together because we haven't seen Dakota in the ring as much. She's been in, like, some more abbreviated spots. But Eo Sky being in the ring, and she doesn't have to be the top person right now. I think eventually she will be. But I think for this type of match, she was absolutely perfect
2: yeah she definitely was you know here's the thing like uh damage control and just everything that they've been doing with Bianca Belair and Oscar and Alexa it's really added so much more to the show and I know we're going to talk about Candice LeRae now like later on but really just like the women's division on Raw is getting to like a very exciting level where I feel like the women's division is like the thing that I most look forward to on Raw every week you know obviously aside from what they're doing with Seth Rollins and uh, Matt Riddle aside from Seth Rollins Matt Riddle Kevin Owens on Raw I feel like the women's division is all that to me is the most interesting parts of the show like everything else to me is interchangeable right now because I don't really love everything that they're doing with each and every single thing but at least those things are the main focus for me at least right now Uh, in terms of, of EO like that's the thing like the people were excited to see her uh when you know she came out and she had like this big moment and oh she's on the main roster now and this and that because she's the person that while she may not get the attention that bailey does or the attention that bianca does everybody that has seen her work knows that she is capable not just of like great in ring moment, like great in ring matches, but she's also capable of like these very special moments in the ring. And I feel like whenever she's going to be given like those opportunities, she's going to be the person that is going to stand out, you know, bring something different to the group. Um, So I think it's all working. They're all bringing like a different part. Like it's, it's interesting, but like I kind of see damage control each bringing something different. Like yes. Bailey to me, she's the, she's the leader. She's the alpha female. She's the one, you know, she's, she's the main one, right? Eo to me is the one that's like, could bring in like a special quality of a match. And that's not to say Bailey and Dakota can't, but I just feel like Eo can bring something different in terms of like in ring wise. And Dakota, to me, she's almost like, I don't know how to expl- explain it, but just like the way that she presents herself in terms of like the way that she dresses to me, she's actually like the most. How do I explain it? Like the most like trendy one, the one that I feel if if you have like a 15 year old girl tune into Raw, she's going to see Dakota Kai and be like, that's who I relate to in this group that like, I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah. that's kind of how I see all of their roles in damage control.
1: KE775 says, feels like someone's going to turn on Bianca at Extreme Rules or do you think I'm overthinking? Well, there's there's a lot of stuff in play right now with Candice coming back. And, I mean, she worked really great as a heel in uh, NXT. Becky Lynch, we don't know when she'll be back. Charlotte Flair, when will she be back? Sasha and Naomi, when will they be back? There are an awful lot of wild cards right now, so it's hard to say everyone's uh,
2: guessing that it's going to be alexa like i've been seeing it all over twitter where there's a lot of theories that people sure. think it's going to be alexa I, I don't know i don't think i feel as strongly about that
1: uh tim traver says this is my last super chat gonna be saving up money because i'm taking a trip to virginia on thanksgiving break or christmas break well buddy we appreciate you no matter what uh we virginia appreciate your support is for lovers it is it is uh but uh check out the Diecast collective my friends tim traver really uh passionate about that but We love you, Tim, regardless of if he can send super chats or not. The line drive says extreme rules. Low key looking like pay-per-view of the year. They definitely took some major leaps towards that tonight. Um, We got the Seth Rollins promo and then Rollins defeated Ray Mysterio. How'd you feel about how, how Seth performed tonight? I mean, he is, he's one of the tops right now.
2: I liked all of this. This was all perfectly fine. Um, yeah given that i didn't really care to, like about seth rollins versus Rey mysterio because this is obviously nothing new so i really didn't care about it in terms of like that perspective it was more so though that the in the match itself was like everything was fine it was whatever honestly my biggest it wasn't it was, like, wasn't like
1: even the top three match no, of the no, night it was and, like
2: whatever's to be honest like there was like i'm trying to think of with
1: those two yeah
2: well, actually, hold on. No, because I was going to say, you know, there wasn't even anything memorable in that match, but I'm wrong. I'm actually wrong in this. Uh, Rey Mysterio, and this is obviously, you know, obviously expected from Ray, but ray seemed to just be like flying even further than he normally does like any like when seth rollins threw him out of the ring uh he like he went in entirely he went so far like he shooted off like a rocket man uh there were some good moments in terms of that that i enjoyed seeing between seth and ray um but the thing that i can't really get over though is just like When Dominic Mysterio came out and he had that whole interaction on the show and then he goes out and he sits in ringside and the crowd starts chanting, Dom is useless. Those chants literally like, ouch, I don't know how else to say it. it. It's something.
1: Yeah. And I don't like another distraction finish, but I'll tell you what I do love. A Peruvian necktie finish. Like a lot of people, this is this is another move that isn't utilized a lot in professional wrestling. I mean, maybe virgins like the Koji Clutch and stuff like that. But uh, this reminds me an awful lot of when AJ Styles started to use the, the calf crusher, the calf killer in, in wrestling. Like it's just, I wouldn't say it's a common move in MMA or jujitsu. But it's one that if you train for like any extended period of time, you're going to see it get pulled off and you're going to learn how to do it. Uh, so it's, it is like the calf crusher in that regard and that if you train, you, you kind of know which way that that's going. I love him using that as uh, as the finish. I thought that was just really, really good.
2: Commentary did a good job of putting it over as well.
1: We got Johnny and Kevin Owens defeating the Alpha Academy. Again, good match, but it's it's one of those like On a a loaded show of really, really good matches. Johnny and Kevin win. I got sold a ticket towards the end uh, because of another interference. But the cliffhanger DDT that Gable did. Oh my God. I thought that was it, Denise.
2: So are we not going to mention, like, okay. Did anybody notice the shot that commentary threw to AEW? During this, a lot of people, a lot of people missed this because it was like, you know, WWE legitimately, they don't often throw shots. Like if you're going to say who throws more shots, AEW or WWE, it's clearly AEW. So when they were, uh, I forgot like what led to this, but they were talking on commentary and then Corey Graves literally told Byron Saxton, you should be hanging out in Reseda Saxton with all of the dorks.
1: Oh, he literally said God. that, and I
2: was like, "Oh shit!" And I noticed that, like, a lot of people did not pick <laughs> I it love up in it. the timeline. It. And it's not, it's not like WWE throw shots at AEW every day. So it was definitely something where I thought what it caught my attention for sure and they even let the moment sink because afterwards they didn't say anything like it was like dead silent for a couple of seconds and then afterwards they were like oh yeah everybody in southern california is probably insulted by that something like that they said about uh southern california and people being insulted by that and i was like okay first of all as a person from southern california i know why you're saying this because you know the young bucks and reseda and all of that stuff but you know what i am insulted because there's more places than Rosita." Over here but obviously that's not the point the point is they were throwing a shot at the young bucks and aew so there you it. go i love Shots it. fired
1: i love it this is another <laughs> good match do you think we see kevin owens and johnny team up more or is this like a temporary thing because it's very clear that johnny and austin theory are going to have their match soon
2: i would like them to team up for a little bit more you know, yeah. leading up to that. I don't see why not. That's perfectly, like, harmless. Like, they were perfectly fine today uh, as a team. I loved uh, Kevin Owens's elbow to uh, oh, Otis so on the good. table. That was it's really so good. good. Nice little fun moment. In terms of, like, the last couple of weeks, I think... I don't want to say the last couple of weeks. it has been a while. But Kevin Owens has been putting on some tremendous work. Hey, this wasn't, like, the most memorable match in the last couple of months for Kevin Owens, but it was still good.
1: Yeah, it was incredible. I, I like. I mean, you don't have to have, like, five-star match. If you sneak in that little table spot, there, there are three other amazing, incredible matches. And not to say this one wasn't incredible. There were some really great spots. I will always love seeing the cliffhanger DDT. Love it. Uh, also, Otis and Braun delivered big in the ratings last week. Uh, they, they drew $2.7 million for their match on SmackDown. The, they were the highest rated thing on the highest rated SmackDown since Christmas of 2020. So uh, they were delivered big as well. We Wait, so I have a
2: gift really quickly. Okay. I can tell when somebody gets a haircut, no matter what, whoever you are, I can always tell. Can I please, I want to know if Kevin Owens got a haircut.
1: Okay. You didn't say anything no. about my haircut. I got a haircut. No, you did it. Yeah, I did. Okay. No, your, you did gift is, your gift is. No, bullshit. no, you did
2: it. I, I could tell like the fresh cut. Like, when did you I get got, it? How many days ago? It's got to be like, no, it's got to be like within the first 24 48 hours. I can't tell otherwise, <laughs> but it's my gift. I'm telling you,
1: <laughs> my god, my god, District says, everyone's talk is always talking about the dream WWE AEW matches. Mine's Rollins Omega, that is the marquee match we need in the next few years. I mean, to me, still. The dream match, I would find a way to do Rollins, Reigns, Moxley. That's what I would still do. I don't even care that it's two WWE guys. That is the dream match to me for for those three at least. Uh, Lake says, how about them Cowboys? They can piss off. How about that one? Braun sends a death threat over the phone to Gable. So we're getting Gable versus Strowman uh, and Otis versus Gargano next week. These matches make sense. I'm cool with that. Card's uh,
2: looking pretty good for next week, for the yeah. most part.
1: Omos crushes a couple of jobbers. Um, like, I got a theory that maybe they're just setting up Omos for, like, like maybe Goldberg's going to come back and do one more in Saudi, and he crushes Omos or something, because I, I don't understand what this is for uh, at this point.
2: I feel really bad, but when Omos came out tonight... I thought, "Damn, I haven't seen Omas in forever. Where has he been?" But we did. He was on the last show where they were the when he had the technical difficulty. We have seen yeah. Omas. and I forgot. I was like, "Where has Omos been?" That's really bad. But they they kind of feel like they don't know what to do right now with Omos. They really yeah. don't.
1: Well, I mean, it feels like they're they're setting him up to be knocked down. And I said it so many times on the show Denise, I thought they fumbled him completely. It became very evident very early on that whatever Vince thought he was going to be, he ain't that. He wasn't that. So what do you do? All right, you keep on pushing him. And then when it comes time for somebody to beat him, you set up a couple things. One, first person to knock him off his feet, first person to slam him, first person to beat him. All those three can be the same thing, but ideally slamming him, pinning him, happened the same day the old andre the giant method but whatever he is he's not that
2: replace him with songa with who with songa i like songa he's a likable he like
1: nearly as big they nearly as big
2: but um, he's, he's likable though
1: we've got uh dm saying even uh said kevin owens used the scorpion Deathlock. lock yes industry says ko is the best ko number one Sammy is great too. Oh, we'll be, we'll be uh, going into that pretty soon. But yeah, on commentary, they alluded to a possible Braun Strowman <clears throat> feud with with Omos. If Omos like dominated him, that would. If if Braun dominated him, maybe that would work. Maybe that would work. But you know what? I'll tell you something that works. Our friends at Z Biotics. Your first drink of the night for a better tomorrow. It's engineered by a team of PhD microbiologists. It's the probiotic drinks that breaks down the byproduct of alcohol, which is responsible for the rough mornings after drinking. You just have a Zbiotics. Uh, for the best results. Make it your first drink of the night. You drink responsibly, uh, get a good night's sleep, and then you enjoy tomorrow. Uh, you know, we got a wedding coming up this weekend. Myself and Denise will both be there. There, there will there will be some beverages consumed by some people there. And I'm going to say, you know what, by golly? should try the Z-Biotics. It's the jam. Because if you get up the next day, you want that daily workout, you don't feel great, Z-Biotics has you covered. It's a pre-alcohol probiotic that is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. It was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Give Zbiotics a try for yourself. Go to zbiotics.com/fightful get 15% off your first order when you use the code fightful at checkout and like all of our other great sponsors, back to a 100% happiness money back guarantee. So if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money no questions asked. That's zbiotics.com/fightful. Use the code fightful at checkout. For 15% off. z produces an enzyme to break that pro- byproduct down. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into that toxic byproduct into the gut. And it is that byproduct, not dehydration, that is to blame for your rough next day. It's designed to work just like your liver, but in your gut where you need it the most. Just remember, drink z- slash fightful before your first drink of the night. Sheldon Jackson says, at this point, I'm just like, give me an actual reunion of the Hurt Business. MVP, Shelton, Cedric, and Bobby put the Hurt Business in front of a crowd. Well, Denise, I would love that, but I think that ship unfortunately sailed when they teased it, didn't do it, halfway brought it back, et cetera, et cetera.
2: Bro, that ship came, went, came again, (laughs) went and came so many times.
1: Came a lot, Denise. It did.
2: It did. But now it's officially – well, I can't even say it's officially gone because I can see them yeah, popping up know. with this in like two months. All of a sudden, the Hurt Business is the thing again. that's why I used to get so mad, Sean. And I don't think I ever told you this, but I used to get so mad at you when you were like, the Hurt Business is back. And I'm like, who the hell cares that the Hurt Business I is can, back? They're going to be gone again in like a week.
1: They were great though. Well, they
2: regardless, they were great for a long time. But then when they first broke them up and then they like decided to bring them back again and then broke them up again and then brought them back. At one point, I just stopped getting excited. Like after the first breakup, that was it.
1: Well, anyway, Joel Wood says, Sean, in your expert opinion, Survivor Series in Boston, does Sasha return before Survivor Series at it after or not at all? Um, I. It's a shot in the dark. I'll say at it. But I mean, if there's... I haven't reported a thing about Sasha Banks and Naomi for like months and months and months because I I truly, within the company, haven't heard anything. I heard that Raj's story was accurate in that we've seen some very unusual severing of the ties between companies and performers because there are viable competitors now. So things are a little bit little bit more uh yeah loomis miz we got security guards knocked out loomis pops up wearing an edmonton oilers jersey uh as reported by fightfulselect.com go subscribe to fightfulselect.com we had reported
2: a the t-shirt
1: oh yes yeah. the did edmonton really? oilers thing yeah absolutely i did i said <laughs> there was going to be an oilers get up tonight Uh, subscribe to fightful select it's just five bucks guys i promise you it's worth it i know some of you are like it gets leaked right after what's what's the point i promise you'll like it promise you'll like it five bucks you'll go damn i was just five bucks really and i got it sent straight to my phone or my email oh damn there's six or seven podcasts a week too wow hot dog um at this point denise we know the motivation behind Dexter Loomis.
2: He's in love with the Miz.
1: Oh, it's a little more than that. It's You know
2: it's all about But I do not co-sign this.
1: But you agree with it. It's no,
2: like- I don't agree with How it. do you
1: not agree with it?
2: No, because I don't agree with it. Bro. No, I do not. This storyline is so inappropriate. I don't even want to talk about it. But it's
1: it's happening. They're implying it heavily.
2: They are. I know they are. But it's terrible. Why would they have to imply it? (laughs) The Miz is a married man with children. I
1: don't think that matters to some people.
2: It matters.
1: Well, it should matter. Yeah, but. I don't know. It totally
2: matters. But this was actually one of the best things that we saw in Raw today, though. So with that being said.
1: But I mean, like at some point, Indy's gotta show up and like pull him by the ear and be like, stay away from him.
2: I mean, no. If I'm Mindy Hartwell and I'm watching this, I'm like no longer talking to him at all. Like write him off.
1: District says that pun, I miss Adam Cole so damn much. I don't have a lot to say to this. I mean, it's they're funny. 'Cause I like they that they, they like have the the interesting ways to get Dexter Loomis there and you know be a creep, but it's the same thing we see every week at this point. Still it's short, it's harmless. I don't mind it.
2: Well, shout out I mean, I don't know if I would say harmless if they're implying butt stuff and the man's being kidnapped. I don't know if I would That's say harmless, point.
0: Sean. But point.
2: shout out to the security guards because they did a phenomenal job of laying down. Yeah. Shout out to them.
1: Uh, that's all I
2: got for this.
1: Line drive says Dexter the Booty Warrior Loomis. Well, we do have something that's worth talking about.
2: How if did he, Dexter Loomis go from being like in the number one romantic NXT storyline? Did you
1: ever watch him in TNA?
2: Yes, but the, I'm talking about WWE in particular. Yeah, but
1: this ain't that far from. I mean, like they they he was a stalker in TNA, but
2: yes, but that's not the point though. Good point. Okay, whatever. I just don't support this kidnapping, butt stuff stuff.
1: Nikki A.S.H. Uh, internally was slated to face Dewdrop. That was a swerve, bro. Candice LeRae is back. That's great to see. She looks incredible. Makes you happy to see her back. Uh, you had to f- know that she was going to be back in WWE once Johnny showed up. And I, I would say normally, oh, well, that doesn't matter. People work in different places all the time. Well, now WWE can offer... Good money, good creative, and at least decent booked women's division. So she's back. She beats Nikki ASH pretty quick. Nerd Guru says Becky and Seth versus Candace and Johnny win. Oh, that'll be a banger whenever it happens. But uh, Denise, I think that one, I think Johnny made the right decision sitting out this entire time until Triple H took over. Candace did the right thing. And I mean, she was, you know, she's got a good relationship with the Young Bucks. She was the only woman working PWG for a very, very long time. Uh, And she comes in, she gets a big win here. Later on, she pretty clearly aligns with the baby faces, but I'm just happy to see her back.
2: Yeah, I was always curious why she, we never saw her go to the main roster a lot sooner. You know, she's, you know, cute. She's, you know, great. Vince, all of that Vince good stuff. Vince didn't get it.
1: Vince didn't get it. That's what I was always told.
2: It's weird, you know? But anyway, so good for her. You know, she's, uh, she has like a very, I don't, know, I hate to say like cute, but she's very, very cute. So I'm excited to see like what she's going to do with the main roster girls. And to be honest, I'm more so just happy for options. Like, you have no idea. If you weren't watching Raw, like every single damn week. I do not know how to tell you this, but having options for people to wrestle with each other and options for fresh matchups is literally like a godsend to me right now. Like, I'm so happy that we get, we're there's an opportunity now to get fresh new matches. Like, please, that's all I care about right now.
1: I'm so happy to see this. She is a nice shot in the arm. SmackDown needs some more though. SmackDown needs some more people. SmackDown
2: needs a whole lot, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, A whole lot. They need to hire like a bunch of people. I don't know what they need to do, but they need to add to that roster, man.
1: So, I mean, if Becky came back, I I would love to see her set up something on SmackDown with Ronda, assuming Ronda wins that title. But I'm just stoked to see Candice. Patrick says, With all the women in the division, hopefully they won't need to rely too much on surprise entrance in the Rumble. Uh, Well, I mean... I'm okay with surprise entrance. I'm okay with that. They just, I don't want them to do it heavily. Like, I think Wendy Chu would be amazing in the Royal Rumble. Like, do a good comedy spot, come in there, beat some people up with some pillows, do some stuff like that. I think she'd be great. When I see Candice up, I'm like, okay, well, Andy Hartwell would make a lot of sense to bring up as well and put them in a tag team to compete for these tag team titles. So I hope so. Uh, Dream Ninja says the current women's roster on Raw, Rhea, Bianca, Asuka, Bliss, uh, Bailey, EO, Dakota, and now Candace. Holy crap. Triple H gave us an exceptional women's division. My heart is happy. SmackDown honest, does need too. something though.
2: I prefer for, for Candice to do her own thing.
1: That's fair. Yeah, That's fair. I,
2: I would prefer. To, I want to see something new. I don't want to see like the same old thing. I want to see I want see a different version of Candace that I haven't seen, you know, recently. Just something different.
1: It's really, Brian says we got Candace, Dakota, Bianca, EO on the main roster. War Games is going to hump. Hopefully we get Raquel and Shotzi in there too. I don't know if we need them necessarily involved in that, especially with all the pieces that might be coming back over the next month and a half. Because I think that you really should, if you're going to do the first Women's War Games, it should be as loaded with huge names as possible. KE775 says, do you think WWE is planning any division addition to the SmackDown Women's Division, or will they rely on Bailey, EO, and Dakota to pull double duty? Well, you've got Bailey, EO, Dakota, which is a prominent act. You've got Liv and Ronda doing their thing. It is hard to believe that Charlotte or Becky aren't going to come back over to SmackDown. Very hard to believe. Uh, but also... Nikki took off her mask in the corner. This needs to be a rebirth of Nikki. We have seen this teased so much, the point where I'm like, wake me up when it actually happens, Denise. We've seen her. I'm getting serious. We've seen her sulking backstage. We've seen this. Like, let me know when it finally happens because to me, it would have made a lot of sense for at Worlds Collide, that tag match to have been Piper, Niven, and Nikki Cross instead of Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H., right? Because that represents NXT and NXT UK a lot more fairly than what they did, even though the match was good. Do you think that we're seeing anything here? K775 says, do you think Nikki Cross is coming back? Know anything about Dewdrop? We haven't seen her in three weeks. I will ask about Dewdrop. Do you think we're getting Nikki Cross back?
2: You know, I feel like they could definitely, They, I'll be real. They should do it. They should just bring yeah. Nikki Cross back. And the reason I say that is just because they've had a huge amount, a long time to do something with the Nikki ASH character. And they really didn't. They really didn't do as much as they could have with that kind of character. And so for me, I think at this point, but here's the thing: like I feel like you mentioned how this has like sort of been happening, then not happening. They've been like just slowly peeling this band-aid off. They need to make some, they need to make. A drastic change and when they do it it needs to happen fast it needs to be fast and quick and that's it because if not it's just nobody's gonna care anymore
1: I completely agree uh, nerd guru says I don't mind if Charlotte's back but, can, but she can go and smack down whatever I don't want her anywhere near this damage control stuff she would suck the air right out of it well I mean I disagree
2: to- with that well She's I hate to tell you man. also
1: I mean damage controls on both shows right now <laughs> so go I on.
2: I think Charlotte, you know, no matter what program, like, she's a great heel. Like, she just gets that, like, heat and all of that good stuff. I feel like so many people dislike Charlotte, but I do think that there's a gr- a good way to incorporate her wherever, you know, they put her. Like, if she were to do something with damage control, I would like it. Sure. You're like mean girls on mean girls.
1: Michael Key says, butt stuff match at Extreme <laughs>
0: Rules. Oh, God. <laughs>
1: Oh, Jesus. Oh man, Sami Zayn defeated AJ Styles in an absolute slapper, Denise. This match humped so hard. Sammy is has been such a character over the past few years that you forget what he can do in the ring. Uh, and I mean,
2: oh no, I never forgot. No, do I mean, not put me on that list, Sean. I never forgot.
1: Well, I mean, he he's around. He wrestles with, like, his shirt on and all that stuff. He's very much, like, he wasn't, like, portrayed as, like, a workhorse guy.
2: No, he wasn't.
1: And that's been the case for years and years and years now at this bet. Pe- like, I remember the last, like, big match that stood out to me from Sami Zayn where I was like, oh, my God, holy shit. Uh, well, obviously, the Fatal Five way. But I mean, like there, there was the Jeff Hardy, AJ, the triple threat, that ladder match was just incredible. And then he had the last, last man standing with Kevin Owens, but then it's always like these long periods of where he's a character and he's so good at it. And then he's like, Oh, you know what? I'm going to do a deadlift orange crush bomb. I think it's one of the best moves in wrestling. He's so goddamn good. He's incredible. Um, these two worked so fantastically well together uh distri says sammy nakamura take over dallas never forget oh that was incredible because sammy stood no chance of winning i didn't think he was going to win and it was still one of the best matches i saw all year long denise this was incredible this is what i want to see on monday night raw
2: this was well when they promoted it when they announced it i was like oh hell yeah like this is exactly what Like you said, what you want to see on Raw and especially given up, given, given that it's following that big moment that happened on SmackDown with Roman Reigns when everybody loved it and everybody's talking about it and all that good stuff to follow it up with this match. I thought was definitely like a good way to go. I feel like this is the, this is the time to change the perception on Sami Zayn. And by that, I mean that he doesn't have to stop being Sami Zayn, but let him go out there. And like you said, go out there and do this, like do the matches that we know that he can do and just keep it going, man. Like, keep it going. Uh, He should not be, like, you know, always a tier below, like, the top guys. Like, he should be up there. And I feel like if the last, like, even just, like, even if you were just judging, like, the recent stuff that he's been doing with the bloodline, too, right now, that's, like, enough to basically tell you, like, hey, like, the fans, they want to see more Sami Zayn. Like, this is it. Like, I feel this is the period to, like, you know, pull the plug.
1: Some of the best wrestling TV that I've seen is just Sammy Zayn and even that speci- WrestleMania
2: match that he had with Johnny Knoxville. It was a totally different match and it was so freaking entertaining. And it was like not, you know, not what you would expect, right? But it was so much fun.
1: Uh but like this has been so good, and one of my favorite parts is solo secoa just being down for Sammy. Like when They were like clowning him. Ricochet and Moss were like, you're not really a part of the group. And then Solo showed up and was like, yeah, bitch, he is. And Solo is there with him again tonight. That is such an amazing touch. Graham says, does AJ get one more world title run? Uh, If they split the titles back, I think it's absolutely possible. I think he he could. I don't know if it'd be a long one, but I think he could. AJ could win the title any given night. And I don't think anybody would be like, oh, that sucks
2: god but right now like with roman having the Not titles right i just no i know but i'm just saying it just feels so far away though yeah. <laughs> like just to imagine like aj styles is champion right now feels so far away
1: i think there's a good story they can tell though k775 says do you think sammy is kicked out of the bloodline before or after survivor series wondering if he'll fight with or against them in more games
0: Maybe. i think he it-
2: during Survivor Series.
1: Yeah, I, I think honestly, I, I think maybe Sammy could turn it turn on them at, and I think it's important that Sammy turns on them at Survivor Series or around then for a couple reasons. Sammy is very sympathetic, but he has to show some spine and some backbone throughout all this. He's he's he can't just be like, oh, well, he's getting his ass whipped, getting his ass whipped, getting disrespected. He's a part of the group now. They have firmly entrenched that. He is to be respected now. This is well beyond a joke. Like Roman sees him as a part of the actual group now, and Solo's there. But you've got Jay, Jimmy, Solo, Roman, Zayn. That's a perfect five right there. I think you go with that.
2: Well, it would be I think the bigger like I think it would be more shocking if they had Sami Zayn do the turn because everybody's expecting it to be the bloodline. So I do think it would be like just for more of a shock factor, Sammy Zane turning. I like
1: that idea. Yeah. We have N. Simmons saying, I don't care what anyone says, Sammy has to be the one uh, to beat Roman, especially after the turn when it happens. Would you Cody, be mad?
2: I wouldn't be mad. No,
1: no, not at all. I, I think that Sammy is one of the best performers on the planet right now. And uh, you know what? Adrian Neville was nowhere near the monster that Roman Reigns is. And one of my favorite Matches that I've ever seen was Zane, the underdog, Sami Zayn, who was way bigger than Neville, beating him for the title. You want to talk about a, an amazing underdog story? That would be a very special moment. But um, after the match, Finn Balor comes out after Sami Zayn beats him. But Finn Balor is in AJ's face. Joel Wood says, do Good Brothers come out and help AJ against Judgment Day, or is that unlikely at this point? I don't think it's impossible, but they do have some New Japan commitments. Um, And admittedly, I keep hitting them up, and they're like, oh, we're going to talk soon, buddy. We're going to talk soon, buddy. We'll see. But AJ flips them off. It would make an awful lot of sense for the Good Brothers to show up, Denise.
2: Yeah, it would. I mean, like, there is so much that they can do there.
1: Let's be real. Triple H owes them one he really does owe him one after. <laughs> yeah. I, and for those of you who don't know what I mean, uh Carl Anderson, when he got released from WWE said that uh, when he, he and gallows were deciding, should they leave for AEW? Should they take the impact offer or should they re-sign with WWE? The triple H said, you know, I think about you and your family and I wonder if this AEW thing will even be around in a few years. Well, Not only would AEW still be around, they would still be under contract because Tony Khan doesn't cut people like in that regard. Uh, Fortunately for them, to some degree, Impact was like, we'll give you the same deal we offered. But um, I feel like Triple H, he didn't cut him. He would have kept him if he could. But We've got Trey saying the potential story that WWE has with Sammy and the Bloodline split up is going to be the best storyline in years if done right. And Denise, I have much more confidence in them to do it right than I would have before. Because in the past, when something good like this would arise, I'd be like, oh, man, how are they going to screw this up? And I feel confident and excited now.
2: Yeah, honestly, I think that was like the mentality across the board prior. Like, how are they going to mess us up? How are they going to make us the most possible, like the angriest possible <laughs> or like the lamest, dumbest thing? I feel bad, but that was like the train of thought.
1: We have a variety of super chats. LJ says Neil Dashwood to SmackDown. I think she'd be a good shot in the arm for them, too. I think that, that she would be a good addition. Shock G says any word on an Alexander Wolf return to WWE and Imperium don't know if that's high on their 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 priority list but i like alexander wolf i think that he had one of the best breakout takeover performances ever uh along with sanity nicholas olsen says i would love for aj to join judgment day then have good brothers come back in a wwe judgment Aww. day becomes the emo branch of bullet club
2: I do not want to see AJ Styles join the Judgment Day. No. I will riot. I'm sorry. I will riot.
1: I, I would like to see Finn Balor's allegiance called into questions because the good brothers are his guys. Shot G says, uh, Sean, Winter FTR's contracts up, do you think WWE will give them a limited schedule if they want? Yes, I do think WWE would give them a limited schedule. Their deals are up next spring, summer-ish uh, around there, WWE did reach out to them uh, as reported by fightfulselect.com. We have clarification on a lot of people, and if WWE reached out to them, Keith Lee, Swerve, uh, Malachi Black, FTR, Miro, a lot of stuff like that. Fightfulselect.com, head over there, get exclusive news and podcasts. Riddle. Defeated Damian Priest, they have some special kind of chemistry. They did the low key, amazing red matrix spot. Now, low key and amazing red are both like five foot seven, five foot eight maybe, and about a hundred and seventy pounds when they did this twenty years ago. And for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, seek out uh, that match and and like that they had. I can't remember what it was. I think it was ROH, but. They redid this spot here. You can tell that these two have worked together an awful lot. and I mean, they're around each other daily. They live together, for the love of God. Like These two guys literally live together. I don't know if they still do, but they did. Uh, Denise, it showed here. Riddle ended up getting the win with a splatle. I love that. A good pin pinning a good wrestler. I know some people say, oh, that's sneaky. I disagree. When Bret Hart beat Diesel at Survivor Series 95 when I was little, I was like, oh my God, that's how he did it. He's just better at pinning people. Um, Denise, I thought this was was really good. Of course, there's interference. It's a Triple H-led show. You know the drill. But damn, what a match.
2: This was definitely one of the best matches that we've gotten to see recently with uh, with Damian Priest. I thought he did a phenomenal phenomenal job with, here with Matt Riddle. Uh, there was the moment where he was grabbing him, and he was like, "How are you dare you try to embarrass me on, on my, my birthday?" birthday. I died. I died. Amazing. Over. I loved that. That was so funny. Um, that was hilarious. Um, there was a lot that I loved from this. Uh, awesome clothesline from Priest that I enjoyed. All of the, the the knees, the uh, the knees, the strides from Matt Riddle. I mean, I feel like I say this in like all his matches, but to be honest, it's something that each and every single match you're like, oh shit, I sort of got it's harder than the last time he did it. Um, so that's pretty much like this match was a main event match. Um, the finish. I wasn't as totally crazy about it as maybe you were because I did kind of feel like it was just a little bit too, like, and like a little bit too abrupt, but whatever, it was fine. Uh, Obviously, you know, with the beat down afterwards, I just kind of like, I thought this was a good main event and it was needed. Mm-hmm. I still feel like the judgment day needs a lot of help in terms of making them look like a dominant team. And they, so th-
1: those promos when edge was in control were so bad and they just haven't gotten better. The material they're given backstage, like six, one, nine more like six, one mine. I'm like, what bro? What?
0: I'm
2: struggling right now to take them a little bit seriously, but that's like, obviously, I knew Riddle had to win this match. You know, I knew that. But let's say if Priest would have won this, I wouldn't have hated it just because sure. I feel like they
1: need it. And then the numbers game. But this was largely a vehicle to set up the return of Edge. Edge came back, hit Spears all around, says, me, you, I quit match Edmonton. <laughs> what, Denise
2: nothing continue on no no go ahead Uh, like I'm excited to see Edge versus Finn Balor I think it'll be good I'm just not as excited as maybe other people are
1: that's fine that's fine I mean
2: what he should? why didn't he come in and just fear Dominic like out of everybody in the group I get it like they're setting up the match with Finn Balor but he should have just came in and just feared Dominic
1: they need to have another match and Edge has to beat the absolute dog shit out of him i would love it if ray beat the absolute dog shit out of him because what we haven't ever really seen out of ray is a sustained squash like we saw him squash like jbl like punching the bully in the nose but i mean like i would love to see ray beat the absolute shit out of dom for like seven eight minutes and beat him <laughs> like i want
2: that, that would be the most realistic thing ever it'd be great. But, that's the, but the Problem is though, Sean, that Dominic would be getting beat for seven minutes, and he would have the same facial expression for all seven minutes.
1: I know, I know. Reductive says Denise. You live in Hollywood, LA. It doesn't matter. Well, I don't know what that's in reference to, but I'll tell you what.
2: Oh, no he's matter talking where about Rosita, the Rosita oh, thing. Oh,
1: no matter where Denise lives, whether she's in Rosita or LA, or Not she'll Rosita, be in No thanks. She'll be in Cleveland. Shut up, Denise. She'll be in Cleveland this weekend. I'm in Lexington right now. <laughs> You can enjoy NordVPN.com slash Fightful. And they got three great tiers. You can get a VPN, a pass, or a locker, or all three, but that's not it. Four additional months free and a 30-day money-back guarantee. So one of my favorite things about our sponsors. They know that you're going to love their product. If not, they offer a money-back guarantee. You can get online threat protection, block annoying pop-up ads, malware, and online trackers. And you change your virtual location with just one click. You get access to a lot more content, wrestling content, MMA content. You can get pay-per-views much more affordably than you would if you didn't use NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Change your virtual location to somewhere like New Zealand, Lithuania. Get access to a lot more services than you would have without NordVPN.com slash Fightful. And how about this? It works on all your devices, all of them. Phone, laptop, desktop, PC, all that good stuff. Browse safely, browse securely. NordVPN.com slash fightful. I use this every single day. I love it. Hit me up on Twitter if you use NordVPN. Let them know too. Leave a thumbs up, guys. We are heading down the home stretch, but we saved the main event, White Rabbit. And uh, there is some wild lore, reckless speculation here. We're going to go through it. Line Drive says, you know everyone's obsessed with the White Rabbit. Didn't think anybody would get that excited about Peter coming into the Fed. I get it. Peter Rabbit. <laughs> Name says, the depth of this White Rabbit thing is insane. No way it isn't Bray. I completely agree. And um, I mean, FightfulSelect.com reported last week, we believe he's on the way into the company. Um, didn't hear anything about the Freddie Friends outfit finally signing him. Alex says, thoughts on a Bray Wyatt Cody mania program. Not if there's lore, Denise. I don't want to see Cody Rhodes tied up in the lore. I don't want that. Uh, Now, if this is more rooted in reality, if this is more like 2013, 2014 Bray Wyatt, I just don't want to see all the goofy bullshit. I don't.
2: I mean, I'll continue on.
1: Jordan says, a picture surfaced a month ago uh, or two of Marty Skrull training with Riddle and Nakamura. Any chance the White Rabbit is Skrull? Let me tell you, Jordan, literally, I stand a better chance of being the White Rabbit than Marty Skrull right now. uh, WWE would call Denise to be the White Rabbit way before Marty Skrull. Aaron says Bray Wyatt got us watching WWE for clues the same way Marvel had us <laughs> watching WandaVision. Such good stuff. That is that is a good point. Like they're they're conjuring up interest in this, Denise.
0: Well,
2: it depends on who you ask.
1: Well, that's true.
2: Uh, look. I know this is working for a lot of people. So I'm so glad this is working for a lot of people. I'm glad that it's trending. I'm glad people are talking about it. I'm so happy for everybody. But I'm not this, this is not, I'm not the demo for this. This is not a a Denise thing. This is not a me thing. I'm not the person that's going to scan QR codes and find, you know, X and Y coordinates and tag and source the thing and find out it links to Malachi Black's song and, and go on the, I went on the TikTok page, actually sue me. I went on the TikTok page. I'm not the person. As as
1: reported by FightfulSelect.com that it would be a TikTok thing tonight.
2: Um, I'm just not this kind of viewer, but I recognize that there's a lot of people like that. So I'm glad that this is hitting for the majority of people. I'm more of the person that I'm just going to sit and wait and see when the moment actually happens. I care more about the actual like debut, the actual physical moment than the digital portion leading up to it. But I do appreciate the creativity and I'm seeing it all over my timeline. So it's clearly working.
1: Jambeard says, I think the Corbin stuff with the White Rabbit is the next hint that happens during a Corbin segment. So there were co- there was a zip code, and it leads to Corbin, Kentucky. So they do run shows in Corbin, Kentucky, just not very often. He beat the Miz there once. But uh, Baron Corbin was the last person that he wrestled before Bray became the Fiend. So maybe that's something. Uh, said, this is your because- time
2: to shine, Sean. Kentucky? Like I, mean, I have everything. never
1: been to Corbin, Kentucky. Ever. Today
2: was the first day I heard of it. So,
1: I mean, there you go. Um, said Snooka says, look up game theory by Roots uh, and look at lyrics. I'll have. Oh, there uh, was
2: this lyrics that connect to Malachi Black. Is that what he's talking about? Because I think I saw that on Twitter.
1: Okay. So listen, listen, listen. Ah, let me say it. Let me say it today, Sam. Because you're you're blowing right through it. There was an HTML code on the website. It was Malachi Black's lyrics. There you go.
2: I literally just said that. Yeah,
1: I know. But you, you didn't. You didn't explain it whatsoever. And
2: I said it connected to Malachi Black's lyrics. And then you said the same thing with different words.
1: Anti and Brick says, who do you think Bray feuds with once coming in? That's a good question. Who do you think Bray, uh, as I as I fix my, my mouse, which is dead, so... I won't be able to stop the show if I don't fix this. So uh, I'm
2: wondering, it depends, because obviously we don't know if he's going on Raw or on SmackDown. So if he's going on SmackDown, let's, okay, I don't know if he's going on Raw or SmackDown, but if he were to go to SmackDown, God, I kind of would want to see something with the only person that kind of feels like they really kind of have anything going on. And I would say Drew McIntyre. On SmackDown?
1: Yeah. Drew McIntyre? Like, it seems like Drew would be the kind of person they'd rope into that stuff.
2: Because Cross, cause Cross, I feel like it would be like, they're just getting him going, like the ball rolling with Cross. So I feel like to halt any momentum from Cross would be a huge disservice. So I feel like this would not benefit him right now in the stage where he's at. On Raw, on Raw there's a lot more options.
1: Yeah, and They'd
2: probably put him in there with Chad Gable. That yeah, I wouldn't hate. No.
1: And the thing is, I don't think that uh this is I, I feel like that's the type of thing that they would just put Drew in. You know, hey, here you go. Here's some spooky stuff, Drew. Make the best of it.
2: Who would they do it with on Raw? I'm thinking of some like options here. Uh, Kevin Owens and make him go crazy again, like they did with uh With uh, Alrod Elias?
1: Uh, Perhaps. Perhaps. That would make sense. Well, actually, it wouldn't make sense whatsoever. No, it wouldn't. But they would do it. Um, Whoever
2: it be, they'd be starting fresh here.
1: uh, If you did
2: have Cody Rhodes in that clip, that TikTok video?
1: Yes. By the way, uh, Luis, my mouse doesn't work. I can't click that link. Jambeard says, "Uh, I know it's a bit of a stretch, but the 40701, it's a date. Uh, as a date, it's April 7th, 2001. The date has the Chinese zodiac of a snake. is also under the Aries star, both connected to Orton, who connects to why I would be shocked. I would be shocked if it were that Beard. I'm sorry, buddy. That ain't it. Since Although I the- do
2: appreciate him switching it into a date versus a zip code. Because that was where my brain initially went with that whole 40701 thing
1: um said Stuka says bray is a super genius there's a youtube channel called white rabbit records uh one with the song and one with the zip so- zip code for tonight uh with other zip codes that say lead you to bray oklahoma yeah there are a lot of hints that indicate the corbin thing somebody said there's there's a Wyndham corbin hotel, hotel. there's white rabbit records there as well like there are some some things
2: what does the rabbit symbolize? What is the symbol of a rabbit? Like, what does the, the rabbit mean? I, know. I just feel like, that. I mean, if we're decoding here, I mean, we're talking about freaking zip codes and all of this stuff, and the white rabbit is clearly like the number one thing, shouldn't we like talk about what the hell the rabbit signifies?
1: Perhaps. I don't know. I guess so. We Are got you a Michael- decoder,
2: Sean? Are you into this stuff?
1: I'm not. Michael Boligar says, Denise, sour grapes, sour graps with these takes. I don't think so. I mean, the brace stuff just isn't, isn't for some people. There, were, there was a period where I was like just completely fed up with that stuff, but it was the bad booking that surrounded it. That's, that's ultimately what it was. Uh, we've got 30 Undertaker 313 saying, can somebody explain if Aleister Black is released or still with AEW? Any correlation to the White Rabbit, hints or lyrics? I was talking to some people that say they expect Malachi Black to be back in AEW eventually, but um, that's why I said it was sort of like a conditional release. Like he can go do indies and stuff if he wants, but he, he ain't going to WWE. Like there's no, there's none of that. It, it ain't happening. One uh, says, I'm loving the ARG stuff with the White Rabbit reminds me of the viral marketing campaign for cloverfield if anyone remembers that are you a cloverfield fan
2: no is that the thing that was on netflix
1: yeah that one wasn't great that one wasn't great at all um if i remember right there were a couple that were good maybe the one in the bunker Uh, it's really brian says happy birthday to alex palowski oscar and damian priest going to the last smackdown of the year in tampa so hopefully we'll get bray then I swear he's taking longer to come than Veer. I don't know. I don't think it's been that long. I just think that a lot of people expected SmackDown and it didn't happen. Also in the URL today, there were, uh, it was 930, which is the day to SmackDown. YRG or something, uh, which is the Winnipeg airport. So we're going to get more hints. That's what's going to happen.
2: His TikTok name is underscore come with me
1: damn uh ryan martin says i don't know if this was asked yet but what percentage would you put bray wyatt returning out of this white rabbit stuff it's so out of the box it can only come from his brain it ain't all just him by the way um he's got if, if it's him he's got some help but i'm putting it 90 percent because if it's anybody else denise I, if it happened to be malachi black i do think that some people would be like wow that's big because he's coming from AEW. but i think it's got to be bray
2: just timing wise, it doesn't make sense for it to be Malachi Black.
1: Exactly, and he can't—he can't go over there. They ain't cutting him in that—in that regard, anyway. So, Aco Five says Rabbit equals Alice in Wonderhand, Wonderland going down a hole. And uh, Jay says I think Bray will be doing something with Alice in Wonderland. That's the White Rabbit. Uh, See, Wrestle- I knew
2: it had to mean something.
1: Wrestle Kingdom says. Um, did you guys see there was a blackbird in the back of Alexa's dirt Alexa segment when they were do with damage control on Candace backstage? I saw people at least um, speculating on that and bringing that up, like like oh was was that the buzzard? Was that the lantern? Was there a blackbird? I definitely saw that. Ben Tooker says, uh, "Well, yeah, I can't again, uh, Luis. As I noted, I can't read those lyrics." My mouse isn't working. I need you to post the lyrics here, the pertinent ones. Jambeard says, Do you think the QR code stuff for Zoe Stark was a test run for the White Rabbit to see how many people would play detective with it?
2: That was lame. Yeah. And it didn't even make sense in the story.
1: Yeah, that one was not a good test. Whoever decided that one was just not just not the right, it wasn't the right call. But yeah, I think it was a test run.
2: I will say this, too. I also didn't like the flash QR because a QR that comes up so fast, like you have to like rewind and go back yeah. and get that. Because by the time you get your phone, you, you swipe it, you find your camera and you actually scan it like the moment's gone. So people had to probably like pause, rewind and get the QR thing. But anyways, the Zoe Stark thing was kind of lame.
1: Yeah. Distry says, holy crap, I share a birthday with Alex, Oscar, and Damien. Well, happy birthday!
2: Happy birthday.
1: Um, We've got a super chat or humper chat that says, we may be happy or disappointed when the White Rabbit stuff actually happens. Uh, I still think it's Bray, but we all know that if Vince was still here, he would have used it to, to promote an upcoming bunny superhero starring Eva Marie. Oh gosh oh gosh and we got michael keith saying if we're talking alice in wonderland let's not forget the queen of hearts natalia is the white rabbit confirmed you're welcome (laughs) i is great reductive says it was a reference to the butt stuff with ms and loomis being married with the family doesn't matter especially in la and hollywood okay that's wait say that again somebody said uh the la hollywood reference that to you which i shouldn't have to explain it this much kind of undermines it but is in reference to not that stuff not mattering in la oh Um, i see. yeah 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 i see joel wood says i'm glad edge returned tonight to at least we can give or we can finally end this stupid speculation i've seen that he was behind it if they had him be behind it after they also had him with the the cryptic videos denise woof That would be terrible.
2: Yeah, completely agree on that. Also, Sean, have you seen Alice in Wonderland?
1: Years and years ago, yeah. Oh, okay. Years and years ago. Uh, As we wrap up, I got the lyrics to the Roots thing. It's not necessarily related to the White Rabbit. It says, this is a game. I'm your specimen. Well, Denise, hit the bricks. Give us your plugs.
2: Twitter and Instagram, at underscore Denise Salcedo, YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo.
1: And, uh, look, check me out. Check me out. Is that you? It's me.
2: Why? This is creepy. Because
1: it's the only way I get in the show.
2: (laughs) This is creepy.
1: Orlando says,
2: this is literally my first nightmare.
1: From WWE PC. With the hurricane. No.
2: (laughs) Do a skit, Sean. Do a skit. I'm sorry.
1: I'm
2: sorry. Like, do a skit or something.
0: This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines.